was like, can I offer a recommendation? Ooh. And I was like, sure, throw it at me. Yeah. She's like, what if you ended the show with like the music as well? <sighs> Ooh. And I'm like, that's a good idea. I like that. I'm like probably something should have been doing this entire time. Mama Zafino, thank you for that. But I don't know. Maybe. Well, what do you think? I mean, we, we should give it a shot. Sure. See, you know how, I mean, we'll dedicate this episode to her suggestion, obviously. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, Thank you so much. We'll give That's what moms are for, to give you that helpful insight or outsight. Outsight? Yeah. What? <laughs> She's not inside the box. She's outside. the. Okay. Welcome back to another Rev Podcast. <laughs> Been a minute. <laughs> Sorry for the delays. We've uh, had some scheduling conflicts. <laughs> Life. Life is a thing. Life is a highway. I want to ride it all night long. <laughs> all day all night sweet Susie. i think we're doing two different songs it's not even a song oh wow that's from kung pao enter the fist oh good movie i want to rock and roll all night long you know what i was listening sweet to Susie. on the way home i actually so uh ck says hi i went to go get lunch with her today Oh, um, couldn't come get, get get lunch with me. Well, you were in Pasadena and I was in Venice. Oh, well, that's fair. Yeah. What's she doing all the way out there? She works there. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say what she works at. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. But uh, it's a cool spot. That's awesome. Yeah. And she does really well. Hey, even better. Yeah. Just the sucky four hour commute every day <laughs> the, that one way yeah for the for way, the for sure that one way <laughs> for the non-la people 20 miles guys 20 miles four hours bro i my my my, my uh, when my friend justin was in town he uh he was like oh let's uh like let's go to venice it's like i looked it up on the map it's only like 10 miles away i was like cool 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 it's about an hour and a half drive yeah. he's like what yep i'm like yeah it takes forever to get anywhere it all sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you could probably walk there faster from your place. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. Um, that's the one The one thing that I miss most about having a motorcycle. Is being able to zip through things? Yeah. You don't want that here, though. People are way too erratic here. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember, but I got into a motorcycle accident yeah. here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, For those new to LA. But, no, I mean, yes, it's definitely a, the, it's a very high risk. And it's just... Uh, uh, Obliviousness. People are just not aware cutting that's, into lanes and Well that oh. I think it's it's a it's a double edged sword, right? Like so in Chicago, riding like like bicycles. Yeah. Like you get these like arrogant assholes on their bikes who just like zip around yeah. and then be mad when like a car like cuts you off because you're like kind of not supposed to be there. Yeah. It's just this like it's like an unspoken rule of the road that's just like, hey, bikes are also gonna be on the road. Yeah. We also get that in LA. They're called couriers. I very rarely see them out oh, around by man. me. Oh, man, they annoy the shit out of me. Speaking of, yeah. you know what has been, <laughs> which I don't know if it's better or worse, um, but we a couple weeks ago, we we were doing like DoorDash, uh -huh. and um, I was like staying outside because it was like, say someone was like coming up on a bike, right? and they were like, hey, I'm outside. I'm like, I'm standing outside. I'm like, where are you? Yeah. Um, I was like, I don't see anybody on a bike. And the guy's like, ah, yeah, I'm not in a bike. I'm in my car. <laughs> And I, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that there's like either, I mean, I don't, I didn't look into it, but my guess is either you get paid more for that or you're, you stay in a pretty, cl like a closer uh, yeah. proximity uh -huh. when you're like on a bike. So I was like, you got, like, that's, and then, but that happened twice in a row. 
Two people, back-to-back orders. On, on bikes, but cars. We're on bikes, but in cars. I got a better one. David ordered food here. Hummy showed up on a bike. Said he was coming in a car. We never got that guy ever again because of the hills. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. It was just like, we we're like, which way did you come from? He was like, oh, I went down the main street and then looped back up the hill. And we were like, which way are you going to go? He's like, oh, I'm just going to go back down the hill and go back. And I was like, good luck. There's... You're going back uphill. Hill, I would go this way because it's a shorter hill and everything's downhill from there. He's like, no, no, I got it. Okay. If you insist. If you insist. I don't know my own neighborhood. But but going back, like, so motorcycles out here, yeah. right, I think are the same thing where, one, I think there's an arrogance to it where they're just like, well, everyone needs to be looking out for me. Yeah. And I could be wrong, right? Yeah. I, 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 whatever. Um, but it just felt like it was more, it feels like it's more people just like, just going through being like, you should be paying attention for me versus, and not vice versa. Yeah. No, uh, that, yeah, there, there's that, that arrogance, um, uh, for the most part, but I like personally, I always try to take the left lane on the freeways and I'll always hug that left, that yellow line just so the bikers can go by. Yeah. Um, but man, I've seen so many. It just oblivious drivers just cut in the next lane while a bike's coming up. It's like, ooh. Well, the other the thing that's like weird too is so when I would well, like when I was bike when I was on my bike, I would split lanes, but I would only split lanes in like slow traffic, mm-hmm. and and I wasn't like gunning it. I was just kind of cruising a little bit faster than like what the traffic was moving at. Yeah. But like the second I started picking back up, I go straight back into a lane because I'm like, I don't, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying right. to die on the highway. Right. Yeah. And, but people would like just be flying and like the thing that's interesting like i am i'm aware of that stuff right so i'm I'm, i look for it we'll look for it whenever i'm driving yeah and whenever it's like say if the say if the road is like veering right well there's been times where i've like gone to like all right time to turn and it's like last minute that i see a bike like coming from around the corner because it's kind of like a natural blind spot right right and so i'm just like bro you need to slow down like you almost died today mm-hmm. and it probably would have been my fault somehow. Um, and I'm like, and I'm not trying to deal with that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, it was, it's wild. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't see a whole lot of people riding bikes really ever, ever bicycles, bicycles. Yeah. Bicycles is a little, um, it's a little tougher to, well, let's see, I guess not around your neighborhood as much. Um, trying to think there's a bunch of bicyclers bicyclists around here um yeah well it's all over pasadena it's a little less like less traffic yeah so it kind of makes wider lanes bike lanes there's actual bike lanes there's actual bike lanes like i'd be comfortable riding my bike around here um but the thing that the thing that gets me going whenever i ride my bike like is that i feel like most of the people that are driving around they're like so unfamiliar with like bikes being on the street that like yeah. they don't know how to react or respond to it. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes me like super uncomfortable driver to ride my bike around. And what's worse is sometimes they overreact and they'll like lean into the other lane <laughs> and you're just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I like, yeah, I get it. There's a bike there. Either slow down or wait for there to be a gap for you to shift over. Don't like, don't just assume you can come into my lane. Cause I don't see the goddamn bike. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is interesting going from like one city that's like heavily bike friendly versus another yeah. where, Cause, Cause like cars would just drive, yeah. right? Like you, you leave enough room, you leave enough room, um, but like between the, wherever the, like you and the bike, but like most people who are doing that aren't like 
swerving and like weaving right. around and stuff. So right. it's like it's a pretty straight line. So as long as you don't like inch closer to the bike, you're pretty much fine. Yeah, you'll be okay. Yeah, it's it's or you get doored, which oh. is always a fun time. Bam. <laughs> I that's another thing that people I I don't know if it's statewide, but like people in LA just fling their fucking doors open. Mm-hmm. It drives me insane. They do they do that and then they also will do uh U-turns from a parking spot. That which I yeah, I've almost T-boned people. Me too. Me too. That shit frustrates me. I I will do it on an empty street, right? Nobody coming. I'm very aware of my driving. But if it's a crowded street, my mindset's already pull out, find yourself another street, yeah. do a uh, do a lap if you need to, but you're not making a U-turn in this middle of this fucking intersection. Like, no, it's wild. It's yeah. the mo- it's the most like driving around here. I mean, I feel like we've talked about this a bajillion times already, but like, man, driving in LA is just, it's another world. And like, none of it is like city driving. It's no. just idiots. Yeah. And cause I like, I was super comfortable driving through like the city, which is wild in its own right. Mm-hmm. Where you would like, you, you know, just, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm making hand motions that don't translate <laughs> to audio. So I got to figure left, you, right, left, right. Up. I got to use my words uh, up down AB start. So, like, but like, like driving around cars, um, and and just like I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, my brain's not functioning. Uh, it's not high functioning today, but nonetheless, so I was like super comfortable with that. And it seems super aggressive, and like a lot of people are uncomfortable with like city driving. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like I actually feel like less safe driving around here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's so erratic. Like there's th- there's no method to the madness. Mm-mm. At least in like Chicago, you like know what's happening. You know what frustrates me about our cities here in L.A they're adding roundabouts to everything people in LA don't know what the hell a roundabout is dude you don't see those you barely see those oh my god people have panic attacks going around those things the it's fun to watch from the side but if I'm like pulling up to a roundabout and I go okay there's six cars coming I'm gonna have to sit here for a half an hour because I know how this fucking circle works <laughs> but then as soon as I get in people freak out and they're like oh my god it's supposed to be my turn it's like mm, yeah, fucking please get rid of these roundabouts just put stop signs the well i mean they're technically they keep the flow of traffic going a lot better when people are like more familiar on how to use them. yes yeah but i didn't i've never experienced a roundabout until i was i don't know 21 and that then that was in indianapolis yeah i've I've never seen a roundabout before that yeah other than like tv Mm -hmm. so i remember uh it was this this girl that i was dating she moved out there and uh, I remember the first time going, like going to see her and they were near where she lived. There were like very rarely ever like stop signs or streetlights. <clears throat> um, so a lot of it was like roundabouts to go like everywhere. And I remember like hitting that first one. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? Yeah. I'm going to kill myself or somebody else. Or like, I'm just going to somehow drive straight through the middle. I don't know what's happening. I took my first one like a champ. I was like, I got this Get the hell out of the way. May have cut a couple people off, but I got through it. Survived. So, yeah. I, I don't mind them. I've, 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 I've seen a couple around here um, in, like, the Pasadena area. Yeah. Which is kind of fun because I was like, oh, roundabout. Well, luckily, the ones closer to that, like, nice part of Pasadena, there's no traffic there. So, mm-hmm. you can take your time going around that roundabout. It's true. It's in a very odd spot. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make... The the one that I've seen doesn't make sense where it is because it doesn't seem like a high-trafficked area that also it's a, needs it. It's like a 
a tri-lane. Like, it goes north-south, and then one lane goes east-west, but you either go left or you go right, and it's just like, why is this here? It should just be a stop sign. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Which it was before. I don't know why they decided to add a roundabout and trees in the middle. Yeah, it's because they had extra money over and they need to spend it to you make sure what? they That's keep their budget. Absolutely right. Pasadena is <laughs> notorious for that. Oh, is it really? Oh, I was just yeah. making a joke. No, no. Pasadena is notorious. They, they throw random things everywhere and it's like, why is this here? Why did we add this? Why? Why? It's called beautification. It is called beautification where no one will see it. <laughs> also in a row of trees that already exist. Well, we need it. We don't need it. Whatever it is, it's needed. I guess. Let me be on that budget committee. Yeah. <laughs> Get myself a new chair, a oh, new, new door. A new door? Yeah, for my office that I don't have. Oh. Yeah. Just just charge it? Yeah, just charge it. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Just random discretionary funds? Mm-hmm. I'm, sure, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Then sell it on the black market. On OfferUp. Yeah, or that too. Um. Eric, what are, we, what are we talking about today? I have no idea. Oh, perfect. I have no idea. All right. Well, then. I was listening to Spice Girls on the way home. Yeah. Have we had this discussion yet? About Spice Girls? Yeah. Who's your favorite Spice Girl? And why is it Sporty Spice? Oh, it's not Sporty Spice. I'm a po- I'm a posh boy. I'm a posh boy too, um, but Sporty Spice all the way. I think it's Sporty and then Posh for me. I th- when, I w- when I was a kid, yeah. it was Posh. Uh-huh. As an adult, yeah. it's scary. I'm oh, definitely a Mel B fan. I love Mel B. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love Mel B. I've uh I've aged I've aged into realizing Mel B was where I was at yeah. all along. <laughs> me, it was it was definitely sporty, posh, scary, baby ginger. Mm. Poor ginger. She never got the loving that she wanted. No, she didn't. She didn't. Oh well. Too much of nothing is bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes, that's so good. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I love the Spice Girls. Yes. Um, well, so what? What I, what I kind of wanted to talk about and just kind of muse on for a wee bit mm-hmm. was, so last, so part of the reason why we weren't, we didn't, we didn't film, film, we record, film. yeah, definitely didn't film either. Didn't film, no, but. Uh, part of the reason why we didn't record kind of two weeks ago was because I had to go out of town for a funeral and it was, yeah, so it was that. And then, uh, which led to kind of the reason why we didn't record on, um, the following week. Yep. And so part of, I kind of want to muse over this con like kind of these concepts a little bit and just about, I guess, kind of death and just like funerals. Mm Mm-hmm. In, in a little in a little bit and it'll kind of make a little bit more sense as I progress through this um but man I don't I haven't been to a funeral in a while yeah um and <laughs> Frankie, Frankie just brought me your rope I love you um I haven't been to a funeral in a while and it's a uh, oh he brought it to you let alone let alone a uh like a very like religious kind of funeral right and the the whole process is just so it's so interesting to me um and just kind of the the way that i guess the mourning process and kind of how we go through kind of the stages of um i guess the stages of i guess grief but also the i guess excitement for life you know there's kind of the the retellings of stories and kind of you know the ups and downs that kind of come through you know the the process of of 
I guess, death, yeah. right, to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. I guess this would be kind of post-death. Um, and it's it, it's just, it's interesting to kind of, to a some degree, be an outsider looking in, um, but also then also being the, the insider as, as well, um, in the sense of, like, knowing the person that passed. Right. Um, but what was really intriguing to me was kind of talking to people um, all throughout, all, like, people coming and going. And... Uh, so the, the, it was, uh, yeah. So what was interesting was listening to how people talked about her name was Barb and how people talked about her and just the, the life that she lived. And it's, uh, you know, I think most people going at a funeral, they're probably not going to start talking shit. Um, <laughs> maybe poor taste, <laughs> but I, I think, you know, it's, it's kind of, uh, yeah, most people are going to be talking shit, right? So I'm hearing a lot of good things. Not saying that there's a whole lot of bad things as far as I'm aware. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> weird weird thought process, but anyway. Um, but listening to like what people have to say in so many different facets of, you know, how somebody affected their lives, um, at what stages, like people met younger, older, whether it's like family. Um, and it's uh, it, it really had me like thinking about um, like how, how you go about life. And it really had me going about, or going about thinking how you kind of move, move through the world and interact with people and the kind of the impressions that you give on people. So like I heard this, I remember hearing this interesting, this interesting or reading this interesting line that was kind of saying that, um, everybody, like everybody that you meet has a different version of who you are. Mm Mm-hmm because of whatever facets, when did you guys meet? Like, you know, so my version, my, my version and thinking of myself is one way. Your version of me is a different way. Marissa's version of me is a different way, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, um, and so it was kind of that I got to literally watch that and listen to that happen, um, kind of through the wake and the funeral and stuff. And it, is it, it's like it, it's an interesting kind of like existential crisis that happens, at least happened to me, as I was kind of going through thinking about and thinking about myself and how all of that stuff works. And um, one definitely made me want to make sure I'm not a shitty person, because <laughs> holy shit, there's so many good things that I heard about. There's so many good things that I heard about Barb that I was like, oh man, I gotta make. I definitely got to make sure I'm not a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, you want people to talk good about you? you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely. You know, but, but it is like, it was, I was sitting there, I was sitting there at one point, right. And the family was kind of doing their own thing. And I was just kind of sitting in the back, just kind of, you know, thinking and was kind of putting myself in the, putting myself in the shoe, in the, the shoes Mm -hmm. of the deceased, if you will. And just kind of imagining what, what that would be for me and what, uh, you know, what, what would people be saying? And like, I guess as much as I could think about, yeah. um, what would be like accomplishments of mine? What would be the life that I built and how would be, how would I guess myself think about it, but also how would the perceptions of it be be like thought about? Right. Um, which, which is an interesting concept. And, uh, if you're ever in a a weird existential mood, I kind of recommend going through that (laughs) because it's a, it's a really kind of humbling thought process without actually ever having to be humbled 
by like something else. Yeah. It's, it's definitely eye opening. I mean, I, I used to use the phrase, like, I don't care what people think about me and it's not entirely true. Right. I do care what people think about me, but for the most part at the time, I don't let it get to me or let it bother me. I do want people to think that, you know, like I'm a decent human being. Um, I don't want people to think, Oh, this guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I think, yeah, I, I've definitely done that where I'm, I've sat back with a glass of whiskey and I'm like, fuck what? Like, have I done anything in the last year, right? Usually it's annually. Have I done anything in the last year that would cause people to go, he's changed and not for the good, right? Because usually when people say this, it's either not for the good <laughs> or they're stuck in their ways, right? But it's like, have I done anything? Let me look back. Have I pissed anybody off this year that didn't deserve it? Have I done wrong to somebody that probably didn't deserve it? You know, and that that's my big goal, right? It's like, I try not to upset the balance of life, whether it's my life or someone else's life over pointless or needless things. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say with in the last probably three years, I've been pretty good beyond that. I don't remember. I don't <laughs> care. Um, yeah. So I, I I'm there with you. It, it's definitely something to sit and ponder on just as a self-reflection. Yeah. Just to see, you know, what are you doing good or bad that you can change or better? Yeah, and it's it was, man, it was a weird weekend, in like a, in a good way. Yeah, um, just a lot of things that kind of happened. Um, at the same time, I was reading this book called The Go Giver. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend, by the way. Um, it's a super short read. I forget the name of the author, so apologies, but I remember the name of the book. And it's it's kind of this uh, it's this story about a business guy who was. Like it essentially he was just trying to make this last sale because he was nervous that he was going to get fired and all this jazz. So he kind of meets this guy who is like the guy when it comes to making connections, making sales, just big business type of, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the moral of the story is that there's this this kind of concept of giving more than you receive and not in the sense of like this karmic type of uh, justice, if you will. But when you have from a business sense, when you have others in mind, and I guess in in more specifically kind of thinking about the client, then you tend to get more back just because of you being caring. Essentially, it's just about being caring. Yeah. Um, There's a lot more to it than that. And it's a very, very superficial way to describe it, but I highly recommend it. Yeah. You're not giving away spoilers in the book. No, it's definitely worth the read. Um, Very much so. And it's probably one that I'll, I, I think it's one of those books. It's short which is nice. Like mm-hmm. I read it in like a uh, half of a plane ride and oh, nice. like a night. Yeah. Essentially. Awesome. Um, it's like only like 140 pages or something like that. Those are definitely my style of books. And it's, it's super easy reading. Um, but all like all of that was like an interesting culmination to like, or an, an interesting addition to the weekend as now I'm thinking about like how to move through space being, you know, how do I, how do I move through, say like business trying to be a good business person? Yeah. Um, and then this, like, and then on top of that, the idea of like just moving through space as a not shitty person, right. like being a good person as well. Um, so man had quite the emotional weekend as I'm trying to like parse all these concepts out. That's definitely a roller coaster weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But in an interesting way, I think it, it opened up a lot of thoughts to me um about kind of how i think how i want to i think it opened up a lot of views in my mind of what i want to do um 
and that leads into why we didn't record last weekend. Yes. Um, which was because ultimately, ultimately what kind of, one of the big things that kind of came to my head was like, you know, when, when we're talking about, and I think this is a, we, we talked about this like way back, like last year, um, where I kind of argued the point of like, like, I think the COVID for better or for worse, more often than worse, but like one of the, the, one of the, the diamonds in the rough is that people are kind of realizing the jobs that they don't like or realizing the lifestyles that they actually want. Um, and have kind of been bogged down by whatever thing it is. Mm -hmm. And it took a little bit, but I think I find I kind of came to a self-realization in this respect, in this respect too, when it comes to like work as well. So I ended up essentially leaving, I'm leaving the company that I've been working with. Yes. Um, and so we, we didn't, uh, we didn't record the last, last time because I, uh, I had that conversation pretty much right before I got to, <laughs> got over here and, uh, and you're like, let's go grab a drink yeah. and grab dinner. Yeah. Uh, so we did that instead. Yeah. We, uh, we celebrated your birthday cause oh, yeah, and my I, birthday. I wasn't able to share that with you. And then <laughs> yeah, I was at a funeral. Yeah. And then we <laughs> celebrated your future. Yeah. You know, uh, two very, well, two very important life things, but like, I mean, I guess I can't be proud of your birthday, but I am proud of your future. You know, like <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited for you to do that one. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like going out and, and getting food and drinks was definitely more important. I mean, we love our podcast, but for sure, definitely more important to, to spend that time together to, to celebrate. Yeah, it was, uh, I'm glad you did that. And I, truly appreciate that because it was kind of one of it was definitely something i needed at that moment and it was it was interesting too so in that book one of the <laughs> in the go-giver one of the things that's interesting is it's a um you have to be comfortable and like they talk about is like being comfortable receiving right so your goal out there is you're you're the giver right and mm -hmm. in, in a lot of these instances um you also have to uh accept the reciprocity that is likely going to come from that yeah and uh yeah it was kind of a, it was an interesting exercise and in being like i gotta accept this like you're being you're you're being a really good friend and like you took me out and grabbed like for food and a drink like yeah. so why should i why should i turn that necessarily down yeah um you tried to i definitely tried you to. fucking tried because i'm with so your nasty ass fucking 7-eleven burritos i'm so fucking uncomfortable i'm so <laughs> i get so uncomfortable with shit like that and I think that's a really good exercise for me to practice because I'm, I'm not good at giving, like yeah. getting stuff. Yeah. Like I feel uncomfortable. I get uncomfortable when people are like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, like, I'll buy lunch. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's, yeah. it's okay. Like it's, I don't have anything to prove. Yeah. But for whatever reason in my head, I'm like, no, no, no. I used to, I used to be that way too. Um, and I, I had to practice safety because like being in our, our line of work, being a coach, all we do is give. Give, yeah. give, 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 give. We don't expect anything in return. So, you know, when people come up to us like, oh, here's, you know, a Starbucks gift card. And I'm like, for what? Yeah. Like, for all your hard work. And I'm like. <laughs> like, I appreciate you. Yeah. And I'm like, like, I'm taken aback. I'm like kind of upset. I'm like, I don't need this shit. But then like something in my mind goes, oh, it's, it's, it's a thank you. Yeah. Like, it's a thank you. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get, I must not get those a lot because, because <laughs> I don't know how to react. Like, well, I I think it's, I, I mean, not to pat ourselves on the back, yeah. I, but I, I think it is exactly what you just pointed out in that regard where, you know, we, we don't do it. We don't do any coaching. <laughs> Love you, Frankie. <laughs> so loud. We like, we don't do the coaching for necessarily the glory. We don't, or, or like the recognition. I mean, some do, but I don't think we do. Yeah. Um, we do it because we genuinely one, enjoy it. And then two, 
like I, the things that get me like get me high is like the accomplishments of my clients. Oh yeah. Like when someone tells, like tells me some success, however minor it might be in their eyes, I like dude puts me like cloud nine. I'm my day has been made at whatever point in time that was made. That was, um, and so I'm like, I'm just walking fucking all light footed for the rest of the day. I'm just like, yes, I I love, you know, I used to love hearing like, Oh, Hey, I was able to, you know, do my clean, uh, added five pounds. And you know, my first thing is like, it's not a congratulations. It's a, did you use proper form? Yeah. And when they go, Oh yeah, I use proper. They show me a video and I'm like, good fucking job. Hell yeah. Like that's, you know, I don't know. I guess like we're teachers first and we're just like, did you do it right? Yeah. You can, like if you can do it, I know you can do it, but did you do it right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. We, our coach brains don't switch off. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. So, uh, somebody made a comment to me, one of my clients today and she was asking, she's like, do you ever just like randomly count shit like through the day? And I'm like, yes. All the time. <laughs> I'm like all the time. I'm like, if I hear something repetitious in the background, I'll catch myself being like 15, 16. I'm like, wait, what? Yes. Why am I counting that? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. When I'm on set, I'm I'm counting lights. I'm counting uh, stands. I'm like, why am I counting this? What is wrong with me? Like, it's just our rain man. Yeah. And they'll be like, what take are we on? In my head, I'm like 17. Like, why do I know that? <laughs> I shouldn't know that. It's not important to me. Though I will say you got some weird ass memory. I be- do. Because there's times where I'll like, I'll just read a workout off to you. And then like, I immediately forget. Yeah. And I'm like, what are we doing next? And we got, and you're like, oh, we got blah, blah, blah. And it's going to be this and this time thing. And then we're going to do this rest. And then like, after that, we got this thing. And like for the accessory, it's all this stuff. Yeah. And then we're going to go get some food. And I'm like, how did, what? Yeah. How did you memorize a half an hour? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> like that was one, one take and you, <laughs> you got it. Like, God damn. It's yeah. impressive. I, I don't, I honestly don't know. I'm, I'm able to look at a workout. Give me about. 20 seconds to look at it i will never have to look at it again i can write it down somewhere else i don't know i don't know what it is i also have the 90s recorded in my brain um, <laughs> you know uh i just told ck that i have 90 percent of the movie forrest gump recorded in my brain um yeah i don't know i i pick up the weirdest things and i hold on to them somewhere in this database yeah it's with my uh another another guy that i was working with today um, some, some girl was in, in the gym working out and I was like, feel free to play some music and killer playlist. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. It was like hollow notes. It was like the, like B 52s. Oh yeah. I don't, it was like a lot of disco music, mm-hmm. but it was like, I mean, we, me and my client talked, we're like, yeah, kind of all disco is shitty, but you're like, God damn, does it make you want to bop your but head? For some reason, like, yeah, it'll be on in the background. You're just like, mm. Yeah, it's like hard not to like bop your head to yeah, it. Yeah, you can't. So you good. can't not. And then I, you know what? I think it just gets a bad rub because of John Travolta. I think that's all. That's all it is. <laughs> Maybe you know those white that white tuxedo. Hey man, I'm not saying you didn't look good. I'm just saying that's the rap that it gets. Saturday Night Fever, right? Yeah. Um, but he was, but oh, but he so he was impressed because I was like, oh, I'm like this is Hall and Oates, and he's like, I have no idea. I was like, yeah. no, no, that's not a question. I was just letting you know it's Hall. No, Oates. I'm telling you. And yeah. I was like, man eater, and I was like. For me, I'm just more so like, how do you not remember this? Yeah. Like, how do you not know this song? Yeah. Like, it's, you should. Have I told you? Oh, so I got into it with a, a customer when I was working at Trader Joe's. Oh, boy. Um, Kiss was on. And uh, I'm like rocking out to it. And this lady goes, you're too young to know who this is. And I was like, oh, really? I go, who do you think it is? And she told me, she goes, oh, it's Red Hot Chili Peppers. 
I stopped what I was doing and I was like, you think this is red hot chili peppers? How old do you think I am? She's like, oh, you can't be more than 21. I was probably like 28 at the time. <laughs> and I go. It's because you're so goddamn cute. I was like, miss, this is Kiss. She's like, no, it's not. I'm like, really? Do you? I Do we really have to go through this? Pulled out my phone, did the lyric thing by the speaker, showed it to her. She's like, oh, my God, I'm old. I should know this. <laughs> now you're old? I, what does that make me now? Jesus <laughs> Christ, lady. Older. Older, yeah. Older. Yeah. No, I was. Yeah. Um, I have a weird talent. <laughs> I I wish I had the recall. Like, it, it, I, I feel like my weird memory only works when something's like something sparks mm-hmm. the thought. Um, or I mind like in a situation that kind of sparks it. Otherwise, like, I don't, I feel like half the time I don't know shit. And yeah. then all the, like out of nowhere, I'm just like, Hey, you want to know some random shit about like <laughs> string theory? <laughs> And so funny enough, um, so over the, the funeral weekend, um, a cousin, uh, was going to, is going to school for chemistry yeah. and I was like, hell yes. And I guess when she came in, her like first thing was like, where's Ryan? Cause I want to talk science. <laughs> and I was like, hell yes. That's awesome. But she, I, I don't use most of the science that I, most of the stuff that I learned. Right. Um, and so when we were talking, I was like, she, she started like throwing some stuff at me and I was like, okay, I'm like, here's a, here's the deal. I haven't like actively studied any of this stuff in like in years. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to need you to like slow down a little bit. Let me kind of let, like, let <laughs> it come process, like let it come back to me and then we can like continue the talk. Cause yeah. she was like, I was doing this like redox reaction. Blah, oh, she blah, blah. was just going off. Yeah. No social cues. She could not pick up on the social cues of like, I'm getting lost. So I like I had to just blatantly be like big old sign. Uh, yeah. Slow down. I had to blatantly be like well, pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> um, you're talking past me at this point. Um, I haven't studied this in ten years. <laughs> seriously, man. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. She was like throwing all this shit out there, and I was like, oh, I'm like I remember the I remember what these are. I'm like, but you're, I've heard these. I remember hearing these. I'm like, but it's it's taking me a minute to connect the dots. Um, but anyway, we were having this fun conversation, and what, at one point, uh, somebody else came in, and we were talking about. Um, uh oh god what were we talking about oh uh like different different like um so she's interested in like nuclear chemistry Mm -hmm. which i think is awesome i always found nuclear chemistry the most entertaining Mm -hmm. uh which thankfully she enjoyed that because that's probably the most i retained um but we were talking about different like particles and like alpha particles and stuff and some other things as it relates to like uh quantum mechanics yeah and somebody like uh walked in to the conversation and just like straight walked out. <laughs> like you ever see that? Uh, it was like that Simpsons episode with I, like, you know, what's so funny is I was going to say like Homer did. No, no, not Homer. It was his dad. Oh, oh. so his dad like walks in whistling, turns around, drops his hat, turns back around, sees Bart, turns back around, grabs his hat and walks out the yes. door. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's almost exactly what happened. And it was so funny. That's perfect. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Get out of here. Nerd. Nerd. Um, not nerd not nerd <laughs> but it was great it was so fun talking about that but anyway um so but yeah so this the weekend um that weekend kind of really had me thinking about what uh yeah kind of what i wanted to do and like i said i'm it, it kind of brought me into the lens of or in, more into the forefront of my mind of that i i need to change like just what i'm doing yeah um and I think part of it too, when we talk about like legacy, 
um, you know, don't get me like I've I've had a couple. I've I've had one really big moment in at least in my life that kind of made me gave me like some real realization. Actually, I should say two. Um, but the first that gave me like a real realization of like what it is that we do um, and how impactful it can be was um, I had a going Marissa through a secret going away party for me when I was leaving Chicago before I moved here. Mm. And she managed to get a bunch of my clients, both current and old, uh, to show up. And it was, it, again, first I was uncomfortable because I was like, why are you all here? Yeah. Um, cause like in my mind, I'm just like, yeah, it's no big deal. Yeah. Um, but like I've made some, some sort of impact and for the positive in a lot of these people's lives that they, and again, now I'm patting myself on the back now, <laughs> but like they felt strong enough to be able to like take some time out of their day to come and like say thank you yeah. and like kind of see me off. Um, which was like at the time, I don't think I, I fully appreciated, but as time progressed, it kind of, I realized how much that meant to me. Yeah. And not to say that what I'm doing or what I, I guess was doing with, um, you know, with the company that I was at, I was with, wasn't like, wasn't good in any way. Right. Um, but I feel like it kind of, for me, I felt like, uh, there's more, there's more to be done. Um, and that I almost kind of in a weird way, feel like an obligation to do more. Um, and so that's where like working with like the high school has kind of come into play where I'm like, I I really want to see that through. Yeah. No, and, and it looks like you're having fun over there. And Dude, it's a blast. Yeah. I love it. It's so much fun um, in so many different ways. Uh, and I, you know, I'm not not going to hold my breath on anything, but, you know, I do kind of truly hope that that, uh, you know, something something comes of that to make it a little bit more. Yeah. Because, um, I don't know, I love fitness. And so the idea of being able to uh, help the Utes get a little bit more inclined and a little bit better with it too. Um, seems that it could be, you know, help in the long run. Um, especially athletics, the help in the what, what the what? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just kind of want to talk about it a little bit. Cause I thought, I thought it was just interesting, interesting. And I, I feel like I'm not even doing a great job at kind of fully encompassing kind of where my thought process went. Yeah. Um, cause to a certain degree, I feel like I'm still like processing, I think you are. I mean, we talked about this last week where it's like it's going to be a little while before you kind of move forward. I don't want to say move on, but move forward with it. it yeah. You know, it's just like anything else that's life changing. You're you're going to have to process it still. And even when you think you're done processing, it's something that works in both yours and my mind is where it's tickling in the back. We're like, did I make the right decision? Did I do the right thing? Was I motivated or am I doing it for the right reasons? Right. Like there's always going to be that, that little what if, and I've kind of learned to kill that what if and just look forward because I mean, so far my progress since my what if is nothing but abundant in <laughs> happiness. Like, it's true. you know, I, I, I try not to worry about the what ifs anymore. I try. So, it took a while. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It took a long time to worry about, to stop worrying about the what ifs. But since then, I'm so much happier, <laughs> so much happier. You know, that's what, that's what took me out here. Honestly. Um, when I had the, you know, the falling out with my old, with my old gym, actually it's not even the old gym. It was the new, the new fitness director. Mm -hmm. Um, the opportunity to work out here in LA, it, it was that what if situation. And Marissa and I had a really long conversation about it. And 
I think both of us, and I think more so me, because this was my first time actually like leaving from like where I'm from. Yeah. Um, that to play that what if game is a dangerous game. Huge. Like not in like the literal danger. No, but it's yeah mentally you risk a lot. Yeah, you risk a lot. And the thing that the thing that kind of solidified it for me was I wanted I didn't I would rather. Pretty much the thought process was I would rather move out here, hate it, and move back than play the game of staying there and go, what would have happened if I would have moved? Right. If I if I would have if I would have moved out there. Um and it's a kind of I actually haven't thought about that in a while, so I'm glad you brought that back up. Yeah. Because I think I think I am yeah, pretty grateful for for the move because I think I probably would have been a little bit more comfortable. Definitely wouldn't have met you. Mm-hmm. No, nope. very unlikely. Yeah, your life would have been way a, worse. A little less happy. Man, way worse. Yeah. Could you imagine? Well, you'd still have. Uh, uh, hold on, don't let me butcher his name. Esteban. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Esteban. Esteban. Yeah, you'd still be. You'd still have Esteban. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I. You know, so you have you have now I'd, you have an East Coast best friend and a West Coast best. I'd, friend. I'd have I'd have the core. I you know back from Chicago. I'd still have the core group, right? Like yeah. Esteban, Mick, Bill. Um, now you got me and Brian. Yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> now I got to deal with Brian. <laughs> <laughs> we could stream snipe him. <laughs> we were playing last. We were playing last night, and we were doing just like a pri- like private game. Yeah, and uh, at one point, I like I had his thing up right because. I'm trying to be a good friend. Right, of course. I'm trying to watch, give him some you more viewers. You want to support him, right. Right, help him climb the ranks. Yeah. And the first thing he goes is he goes, don't fucking stream sight me. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I wasn't even thinking about that. Because <laughs> he was playing like killer. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Well, it's kind of hard to stream snipe the killer. Like in that game, you know you're being chased. Yeah, it's it's not that easy. Yeah. It's really really. Really, it's. I think it's the opposite way. I agree. If you're hiding, if you're a killer, or if you're if a survivor, you're, if you're a survivor and you're hiding, yes, you can totally be stream sniped. We're talking about Dead by Daylight, by the way. Yeah, if you don't know, sorry. Um, yeah, though. So, <laughs> probably one of the funniest things I've heard in a long time, um, like really caught me off guard. So we were, I like, I'm not going to explain the game. So just, I apologize if you don't know what I'm talking about. But so when I was doing one of the generators. Um, I was getting like skill check after skill check after skill check. And at one point I was like, what is happening? Yeah. It was like seven in a row. Wow. Like one after the other after the other. Jesus. And and one of the guys that we were playing with just goes, um, God gives the hardest challenges to its <laughs> to his strongest warriors. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so out of the goddamn blue. Oh my God. Was this in the friend group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, was it Banda? No, no, oh. no. I don't, I, this was, I've never played with this person oh, before. Okay. <laughs> but holy shit. I, and it like, it took a minute to like process. Yeah. And then like everybody in like a collective, like, ah. Yeah. Oh man. I would have died laughing. I, so I ended up saying that to one of my, my, one of my, my last client today. Yeah. Cause yeah, he was like, he's like, can we do like a leg bench, like a leg chest, like shoulder workout? I'm like, sure. Let's do that. And like we were like maybe like uh we were towards the end, right? And he was just at one point he got real pale. And I was like, You good? I'm like, Are you okay? He's like, Yeah, yeah I'm feeling fine. I'm like, You don't 
you don't look fine. I'm like, don't be a hero. I'm like, because you don't look good. And he's like, you say I look like shit? I was like, yes, but you look like you might pass out. I'm like, so let's let's yeah. calm down a little I'm bit I'm saying here. it for a reason. <laughs> yeah. For your protection. And so I was, we, I, whatever. Anyway, I had him do something else mm-hmm. um, to kind of like calm down for yeah. a minute. And I like threw that line at him. And he like just straight stopped. And he goes, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> He's like, this is way too much. I can't, oh, I can't deal with God. whatever is happening right now. He's like, I'll process and I'll shoot you a message later. Oh my God, <laughs> that's awesome. I was like, we're in the house of God right now. Yes. <laughs> Which he also didn't believe. He was like, hold on, this this place turns into a church. I was like, it does. <laughs> um. But anyway, Frankie's butt is on the power charger, and his head is on my shoe. There we go. He's so handsome. So cute. Um, but yeah, though so the I think the the point of why I kind of want to talk about this was just to kind of put it out into the into the ether. Uh well, hopefully not the ether. I guess into the universe. The universe is closer, yeah. Yeah. Uh the void. <laughs> uh but out into out into the world of you know, if you haven't if you haven't had a moment to kind of think through what it is a little bit of like what it is that you want your kind of future life to look like. Um, I kind of highly recommend it and kind of reverse engineer it and work backwards in the ways of like, what are the, what are the things that you know, you need to do in order to get you to the, you know, whatever that future looks like for you. Yeah. Um, and if the, if the current doesn't necessarily look like it, then it might be worthwhile to kind of look at how you can reevaluate, Got to reevaluate how uh, how everything is going. Absolutely. Um, and you know, I'll say I'm very much in a I'm very like privileged in a way that and I'm fortunate. I think fortunate is probably the best way to describe it because you know I have Marissa who I can kind of lean back against. Um, you know, she's definitely supported me in this in this decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can kind of lean a little bit against knowing that uh, I have like you know some some support system if yeah. uh, you know if things don't go well. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a risk, at least for me, it was a risk worth willing to take to kind of go and pursue my own thing and, uh, kind of build, I guess, kind of build the legacy that I want to build, Mm -hmm. um, for myself, essentially. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And you know, it's, it's an easier task said than done. Um, because you have to look at yourself through another lens, an unbiased lens. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you can say, you know, what it is is comfort, right? You're comfortable with who you are now. And you could say, oh, yeah, you know, I could see myself doing this in five years. And it's like, okay. But then you ask yourself the tougher question. What are you doing day by day or week by week to make sure that you're going to get there in that five years? And then it's like, well, shit, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. You know, it's hard to ask yourself those questions. It's really hard. That's the harsh realization, too, is like, you know, I think... and. I think a lot of people will use or can't will and can rightfully use this past year as, you know, a little bit of a buy. Mm -hmm. Right. And to some degrees, I don't disagree. Yeah. Um, But ultimately, we're kind of in the stages of moving forward, moving past this to a certain degree. So you kind of got to start to look at it in the way of like, well, yeah, ask yourself those hard questions of like, am I doing any of the things that I wanted? And Mm -hmm. when I like when I kind of asked that self of asked myself that it was a resounding no, mm-hmm. um, which is super uncomfortable to look at and be like, man, I 
kind of feel like I wasted a little bit of my time. Yeah. Um, not necessarily doing things that are going to progress me towards the way or towards the, the way that I want to do stuff or the life that I want to live. Um, and that was like, that sucks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's a shitty feeling to go and be like, Oh man. Yeah. I don't know if I have been doing the going the right way. Yeah. Or a way, if you will. A way. Yeah. A it, way. It's tough. A way. It's definitely tough. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you, you definitely got to sit and reflect. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I uh, I I kind of throw the throw the challenge out there mm-hmm. um, to do that a little bit, which is interesting, right? Um, you know, one of my clients will talk about like he's like, man, you got to put that shit out in the universe. He's yeah. like, he's like, whether you believe in a god or not, he's like, you put it out there. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be a god. It, you know, whether you believe in. So, my cousin had told me, God, five years ago now, maybe more. Yeah, five years ago now, he told me, you have to believe in yourself. And then he reaffirmed it two years ago, even last year. He said, you have to bet on yourself. Mm-hmm. There's no more what if you'll lose because what if you win. What if you succeed? You got to stop looking at it in the negative. Like you can't, like if you're going to ask yourself, well, what if I fail? You have to ask yourself, what if I succeed? Because most people just stop at what if I fail? Yeah. They don't ask themselves the other question. So, you know, now my outlook on it is, is that thing worth it? Yes. Can I succeed at it? Probably. Let's write down the steps on how to get there. I try not to look at the, can I fail? Will I fail at this? I try not to. I know it's there because it has to be the opposite. It's got to be the balance of the opposite. And you want to avoid those steps towards failure to get those steps towards success. But to have that positive outlook on something, you know, bet on yourself. Bet on yourself to win. Bet on yourself to succeed. Well, and I think it's interesting too. Like uh, one of my clients told me me this this week too where he was like, look, man, you're going to fail at things. Yeah. He's like. Just accept that now. Yeah. He's like, so that way it doesn't beat you up later. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and he was like, you know, the, he's like, and I can tell you I have failed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, but those are all, you know, part of, part of failures. And this is very, gen- what a, what a fucking generic thing I'm about to say. Right. But you learn from your mistakes, Yeah, <laughs> which is, but it's true. Um, and you learn from them in a way that when you're going into like the next decision-making process, you now know what not to do or at least you can look for like flags to say like red flags to be like uh this is leading in a weird direction or something reminiscent of a past and so we need to mm-hmm. kind of veer and move adjust. absolutely um so as uh generic as it is it's kind of a true statement yeah yeah and, and as long as you're staying away from as einstein's definition of insanity uh <laughs> doing the doing same this, thing over and over again expecting a different result if you're learning from those failures you're technically not doing the same thing if yeah. you're applying something different each time yes it's a failure but you're getting one step closer to that success yeah it's it's like it's like it's like science almost right you think about like the scientific method yeah it's kind of exactly what it is it's right it's 100% the same thing throw out a hypothesis you test it. Yeah. Doesn't work. You take the data. You study the data. You Your next attempt is it, something different. It's something different trying to see what would happen. Yeah. Right? You test it. You test things again. Absolutely. Um, it's an interesting way, actually. That's a good way to kind of think. I, I think that's a fun way to kind of think about it is like the, your life is a series of scientific method tests. It really is. like scientific method approaches. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, 
that's kind of all I had to like, I wanted to kind of, uh, muse over a little bit. Um, anything you want to add on to that or, um, anything else you want to chat about? I recently discovered, I, I discovered not, he's been discovered. Uh, I discovered a new artist called, or his name is Connor Maynard. He's an English dude. If you guys like English dudes who sing, um, I think he's a really good voice. Uh, I, I I like his music, so I would definitely give him a try. I think I sent you an Instagram of him. Um, oh yes, was that the the joke one? The joke, the one. like the funny one, or no? No, that was a different one. God. I when I was coming. Oh back, wait, no. Uh, I think that was the one. The like whatever on your face. Yes, that one. Okay, yeah. The, um, that was a good one. <laughs> the. <laughs> TikTok man is a wild ride. Oh my God. The other one, um, the other thing that I kept finding, which was super funny, was like, um, I don't know. I don't actually know what the lyrics are, but it's like, I just something nah, 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 like in my cup. Oh yeah. Whatever, whatever the lyrics are. I just, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. You but know, I know you the know TikTok about, one right? is, yeah. But, and then it's like the TikTok where it like starts <laughs> playing and you get like the, you're like homie in the background, like dancing. It's like, I just took a dick and nut my butt. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then they stop and they're like, and they're like, yo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to come back to this because interesting about the artist, because there was another, uh, on my way back, mm-hmm. the guy that picked me up. I don't know. I can't remember who it was, but he was playing some song that I was like, yo, this is awesome. Yeah. It was kind of like folky. Uh-huh. Um, but the guy's voice was like incredible. incredible. Like so distinct. Yeah. Um, and I, I hope I can find it because th- I'm pretty sure I took a screen cap. Nice. Um, and so I'll talk about it next time. If yeah. I remember. Please, please do. I would love to. I mean, I, I don't know. For some reason, like I've just been trying to find new artists to listen to. Uh I don't, you know, regardless of genre, um, mostly it's been like R&B, soul, and pop. <laughs> Weird combination, but yeah. Uh, uh, Sean James. Sean James. Um, I don't remember the name of the song that was playing because um, I just took a screen cap of the, uh, of like the, the Spotify playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's got a song called like, um, the curse of the fold or through the valley, mm-hmm. um, man, like such an interesting voice, like 10 out of 10 recommend. Nice. Glad I found that. I've been, I've realized that my memory sucks ass yeah. in like a lot of things where I'm like, Oh, I'll remember this. And, and like, you know. I turn around, I'm like, what, what potato. just happened? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much potato. Yeah. So all I've been, I've been like screen capping so many things now where I'm like, I'll look it up, screen cap it and just be like, it's going to be my photos. Yeah. I'll remember that I wanted to remember this and then I'll find it and be like, yes, yeah. go Ryan. I, uh, go I, past me. I had to, I had to test my library, my nineties library today, uh, on the way back home. So I was just sitting in traffic for an hour and a half. Gross. And I was like, damn, I wonder if my lyric knowledge is still there. And I put on the nineties playlist and I was Here's another thing that's weird about my brain. Let's go. If you give me three seconds on the intro of a song, I could tell you what song it was. Bro, For I tr- like most of the songs. I try and do that. Yeah. There is this. <laughs> I don't try to do that. That's the thing. Like people. So like people will like have control of the whatever and they're skipping and like one or two seconds will go by and I go, oh, put that back. And they're like, how do you even know what that was? <laughs> and I go, oh, it's this blah, blah, blah. Watch. Sure enough. There was this. Uh. 
a beautiful mind moment where we were, I think my parents were, I don't remember, whatever. We were in Long Beach for something. And uh, there was like some uh, musicians playing outside of this like place. And I mean, it would, it like literally had to have been like a split second of like something played. Like mm-hmm. this guy played the guitar and I was like 99 red balloons. And Marissa always talks about that or will bring that up constantly where she was like, like not even a second like of the song yeah. and you just called it out. And I remember saying that and then standing there and be like, is it? And it like played for just like a little bit longer. And yeah. I was like, how did I do that? Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. It's really crazy. I mean, 99 red balloons that one like i as soon as you said that the first three seconds came into my head and i was like oh yeah i know that yeah I know that intro <laughs> and but it was like we weren't even listening to the music it just kind of played in the background yeah and she was just like what did you just say yeah and i'm like they're about to play 99 red balloons <laughs> all right yeah the original not the offspring version no the, the gold member version goldfinger goldfinger version Sorry. yes correct yeah. we were both uh yeah whatever yeah but yes goldfinger <laughs> offspring yeah i just like the offspring look i just i love the bands just got to keep them separated yes nothing not even a chuckle i'm smiling (laughs) oh i can't see it (laughs) okay i need i need affirmation (laughs) um all right anything else you want to throw into the mix um let us know who your favorite Spice Girl is and tell us why. Oh, yes. We can have that debate. Uh, favorite That's Spice Girl debate. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm I'm comfortable just being like you pick whichever you want. Yeah. I don't have a strong strong bias. Yeah. But I mean it, it's kind of LB. Should be sporty spice. Um and so favorite Spice Girl, favorite and favorite song. Ooh, yes. Ooh. I mean that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Like there's a decent one. I think I might have to go back and listen to their first two albums uh i think well to be to become to become one is in my opinion one of the best love songs i agree and i think uh spice up your life is always a fun one that one that one's very fun i i don't know if it's my favorite it's it's a really good song i can't deny that Mm -hmm. then you got you know wannabe um you got uh oh my god now I'm blanking on it. The lyrics are there, but my brain's like, it's okay. We don't do try it. it. We can't do it. Don't try. Don't try. <laughs> we're just, we're going to just make ourselves look stupid. Uh, the fact that we named three though, it's pretty impressive. And all the Spice Girls. And all the Spice Girls. Yeah. I feel like most people forget about Ginger. I feel like that's the, the one, l- think- like most redheads, people forget about them. <laughs> <laughs> Evil laugh. <laughs> oh, speaking of evil laughs, have you heard huh. the? Oh, there, uh, I'm convinced now that Jeff Bezos is an actual supervillain because uh, you have to listen to his laugh. I'll have to listen to it because his his laugh is like a series of like, ha 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 ha. Oh, just evil villainry. Oh, I gotta listen, to and his it's laugh. super weird. I got Lex Luthor style. Yes. Don't yes. Also, since he, uh, you have to listen to the sound like um, William Shatner when uh, he went up in space on uh, Bezos's dick rocket <laughs> because it is hilarious 
because they have this like they have him like mic'd up yeah and it's just him him like in his suit like just beautiful william shatner voice just being like oh my oh wow and he's like it is magnificent and, like it's so weird <laughs> how old is that dude well uh, i i don't know he's going up he's, in a he's, rocket he's up there jeez <laughs> Like Chris Pratt as Mario, he's so cool. <laughs> if you don't get that reference, watch watch the video about it. Oh. Because it's awesome. Do you oh, know what I'm talking about? Frankie farted. Oh, my God. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say, like, oh. so cool? No. So they announced, like, the Mario thing, and they were going through the cast as who was going to be who. Yeah. Don't blow that towards me, man. Oh, my God. And so he... Uh, <laughs> Your mask on. Yeah. Dude, uh, shout, shout, shout out to Smart Mask, man. Uh, I keep this thing around my neck all of the time. It's they super block convenient. dog farts. Stay save you from dog farts. <laughs> uh, just brush your teeth. The, uh, but there is they were going through all like the characters, and it, I I think it was originally in Japanese, and then they dubbed like they dubbed it. Yeah. Um, but it dubbed weird, and so there's this point where it goes like, and for like for Mario, it's gonna be Chris Pratt. And like weird pause and it goes, he's so cool. And then just moves on. <laughs> and it's so, it's just super weird. Oh, no, I haven't seen that, but. You gotta watch it. Yeah. It's awesome. Things don't translate well in other languages. No, you know what's interesting? I was reading about this when they were doing, or watching a video about when they're doing like dubbing. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes they have to like change the words. Yeah. Um, a little bit to try and match like what the mouth movements of the anime is. Oh. So sometimes they'll like, they'll change, change words around. They'll, yeah. they'll mess with like sentences. Um, so that way it makes sense. Um, even though they're just like cartoon characters, just opening up and stuff. We yeah. kind of like, we can kind of like visualize roughly what the sounds are supposed to be made based off like their facial expressions and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So I thought that was like really interesting that they, they have to do that huh. um, for dubbing at yeah. least. Which is part of the reason why it takes so long, because it's not as easy as just like translate, read over. Yeah. Um, they actually try and make it look presentable. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, it, with all languages translating, it doesn't directly translate. So. No. Yeah. Um, especially especially Japanese. Uh, <laughs> Jap- Japanese is an interesting one. Bye, stinky boy. Bye, I love you. Okay. Um, Anything else? I'm good. Fantastic. I'm hungry. Let's go. Yes. Um, all right, Eric, where can people find us? You guys can find us at our Instagram at another period rep period podcast, or you can email us at another rep podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts as well as YouTubes. And uh, you can catch me kind of occasionally <laughs> streaming on Twitch playing D- dead by daylight with uh, the infamous Brian that we always talk about. Yeah. So if you ever want to be mildly offended, there you go. Yeah, please join Brian. (laughs) Just listen to anything he has to say. Uh, It's a good time. Absolutely. (laughs) Also, enjoy the outro music. Bye. Bye.